Hey everyone. So <laughs> when you when you ask the medicine to heal you, <laughs> right? You won't know what that means. <laughs> you won't know until you're in the throes of all of it or you actually get to understand what it all means. Because if you've been very far away from from the injury, then you won't really understand. And I think it's 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 like if I look back, it's like I was thrown into this very loud, drunken party for the last sixty odd years. Very loud, which never stopped, and in which a costume was required and an outfit that you just never got out of, which is kind of stinky, right? But like you just, you couldn't stop dancing. And because if you did, there'd be nothing there, right? And and you don't even know you've had to be doing this, right? You're just in this very loud, noisy, smelly, non-stop going thing party that you just got thrown into you don't know why you're there or you just have to keep going right you just have to keep down you have to keep moving you can't stop it's too terrifying to stop and it's very noisy and it's very loud and your ears are ringing but you just keep going because that's all you know. And when the medicine comes in, um, she will get rid of every single person in that room. (laughs) Clean the floors, take off the lights, take off the music, and it'll be resoundingly silent. And to get to that point where you're just in that room alone and you you realize fuck I've been in this noisy rowdy wrong place for the last 60 odd years that's quite a that's quite a cleansing <laughs> let's put it that way <laughs> right so you know be careful what you wish for because you will get it however long it takes right if you're thinking at the end of this I'm going to end up I think one of the funniest things is that you think that you're going to end up getting more of what you have but you're going to be in a calmer place about it or something I was you don't know because you don't know how you're built um there's this notion, and again, it's complete ignorance. It's just, that's all it is. It's nothing but ignorance, right? Because you're stuck is the belief that somehow you get to be a better version of you. You don't realize that you just get completely collapsed. <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm going to get a new and improved version of this. No, you get the whole thing removed, all of you. That's how this thing works. If there's, again, if there's significant trauma. And as you wake up to that sort of empty room, you know, where no distractions work anymore, right? What you get to see is you'll reconnect to your heart, right? That's really what this is about. It's a reconnect to you. It's like you're thrown into somebody else's play all the world's stage and all the men and women merely players. They have their exits and their entrances. It's like you got thrown in to somebody else's fucking drama. And you just ran with it. You're fumbling about at first, but you run with it until you believe that you're that character in that play. And you've built all these... You have all your lines for all the characters and you have all your interactions with all the other characters, but you don't realize you're not home. This isn't, this has got nothing to do with you. 
But again, it's very clever because if you're ambushed early on, you don't even know, right? You don't even know. You you have no access to what happened. You have no... You're just... You, you built this person, this character, and you're just playing that character out. And it, it's, you know, after you've fumbled about a bit, it, it gets its groove and it just believes that it is that person. And you're just playing that role. And in fact, you're so good at it because you've been playing it for so long that it's now just second nature. So the cleansing is deep. It it removes every single layer until you're sitting there face to face with yourself. It's like that great Zen Cowan, what was my original face before my mother and father were born? When it gets back to you. And the realization is the severing from love, right? The severing from your heart. That's what I recognized was in that party, was just absolute lovelessness. And it was all a party line, right? There's no time for love, right? That is not of any, it doesn't have any value. It has no value whatsoever. Following the stream, following this whole shit show, which is apparent power and wealth and, you know, just refusing yourself completely. And with me, it was falling into line with the masculine version of what the world is. Empire, money, power. Or the apparent identity of power, of masculinity. And I mean masculinity in that there's no heart here. None. I mean in that warring sort of ownership power version of that, right? We all have the masculine and the feminine within us. And some notion of this, you know, submission to just let's all just stampede across the fucking globe. That love is weak, wrong, right? That the fragility and the intimacy and the tenderness and sweetness of that connection needs to be trampled. When actually that's our very, very engine room, right? That is everything. That's everything. I don't care how many fabulous mansions you live in. I've been in them, believe you me. Right? How much identity making there is. In whatever form it takes, doesn't even matter. In the end, it's a connection to our heart and to love. Being surrounded by love. Interacting in love. That's the gift. And I recognized I was so far away from it. I mean, I had to invent it in people. There was no one who had it around me. Of course, I didn't magnetize it because I didn't have it, right? I myself was severed. When you can finally agree with your heart, right? Embrace your heart. That's what's been trampled. That's what's been enslaved, shut down is your heart. Our connection to ourselves and then our connection to others. It doesn't serve me to live in exile of myself. (laughs) And the exile exists in your heart. With me, I had to be taken to a very dark, very dark, unloving place to be really severed, truly severed. And then yesterday, I was watching this fabulous show on Netflix with the chimps, the monk, no, the 
and the monkeys in Nagogo in Uganda, and it's fabulous. It's like a, it's like a storytelling of how these monkeys live out there in this giant. It's, it's fantastic. It's almost like watching a real life drama of human beings. Like, right? Love is blind, but it's chimps. And to see them in the jungle, and to see them, how they connect, how they socialize, and how they connect to each other there's something so wholesome so real so it's in our dna to be in that loving bonding experience but when the laws of nature are completely severed from us is when we're lost all right Production is most important. We need to produce things. What do you mean, love? And I don't mean love in this sickly, sort of, sort of confectionery way. I'm talking about in the deepest connecting way to ourselves, to the very root of our being. And, you know, this incredible medicine you you end up loving yourself it's an amazing experience having lived in and it may seem like well that's ridiculous Maria. of course people love each other well you know in these traumatic events the injury is to the heart right? to live lost is to live disconnected from your heart I never had the opportunity to get anywhere near to it. It was like, no, their person needs to be built. You know, a product needs to be made. And we all need to participate in this sort of empire power, you know, march across the world in some kind of ridiculous conquest shit. Like, who the fuck cares thing? As we all sit in our cubicles and are staring at computers... changing the world without love it's a meaningless feat I don't care who the fuck you are without love the experience eventually dies there's only so many mansions and Ferraris you can sit in and until you get bored right till it just becomes hollow There's this huge, it's almost like a huge hurricane or this huge illusion that we live in that somehow, it's kind of extreme, right? That somehow in this, in living bereft of love or finding it in the most, it being such a sort of minimal part of our existence. I was just watching this thing where these people were trying to get into the States and they had to go through this jungle, it was awful. And these women were carrying their children and it was just unbelievable what people have to do. Because all half of South America is run by these drug cartels or whatever, who doesn't matter. People are fleeing because they're terrified. And I mean terrified as in I'm gonna recruit your son to be in the cartel or I kill you, kind of terrified. And here they are, they're having to they're taking this incredible risk of, you know, going through the jungles to go to the States. And there's a woman carrying her disabled child. And, and there are moments of this incredible love where, I mean, it's already a loving of thing to say, listen, I'm going to do anything for my child to get a better life, Right. But there's a point where one of the disabled children can't walk and they all build this incredible sort of seat for her that they all carry on their shoulders. This act of love, right? This act of not being in fear, not living in this tremendous fear all the time. 
which half the fucking world does. I mean, we're lucky to be in this side of the world, right? Wherever you are. But there's a lot of people who live there in that situation. And is it really necessary, right? Do we all, do we, do we really all, given everything we have, we have to live in this refusal of each other? And in a way, in a refusal of ourselves. Because, you know, the material matters more than our connection. Now, if you're young, you're like, well, Marie, who gives a shit? I want my, my Balenciaga boots and I want my... And I get it. There's no, there's no shade. I'm just talking from my own experience. One of the things that you recognize as you get older, I suppose that's what it... It's wisdom, right? Is, again, um, peering out of that Malibu home is great. It's fabulous. But it doesn't feel you. Right. If you've had to sever, if you've had to, because in order to do half this shit, you have to sever from yourself, right? If I have to go to war and kill people, there's a part of me that has to die. There's a part of me that has to disappear. If you're in trauma, you have to give up that piece. That's, that's what trauma is. It's a severing from yourself. And I get we have to sever to overcome situations it's a very genius way of the, of the nature protecting you okay we're going to cut this off maria because you know if you if you actually see what's going on here you're going to die from just from the overwhelm right or wh- whoever you are right i have to sever from the truth of this raging alcoholic beating the shit out of me because he is after all my father and I have to live here, and I have to survive this, right? We have to sever from our hearts from incoming, especially children. But we can't live in that state. That state is a fruitless state. Because in that severing, we're disconnected from ourselves and from love. So now I replace that need for love with an outfit, with a particular look, with whatever, with some external thing that will never fill that void. We sacrifice our heart, right? That means we're, we're willing to carry that severed piece of ourselves. I don't care how much you can you try to cover it up. And eventually it always comes, it always disrupts everything. Whether I cover it up with a drink, with a, a needle in my arm, with a boyfriend, a girlfriend, whatever it is. With a job, with an identity, with an outfit, with whatever it is. Everything eventually passes however much you hold on to it things change people leave that drink no longer fills that void it can't right you're going to open that mansion door to yourself to your home in which that feeling doesn't fill you up anymore And the worst thing is being in a relationship when you feel alone, right? There's nothing worse than being with someone and feeling extraordinarily alone. And I did it a lot. And I've, yeah, I've been in those situations, right? Where it just doesn't add up. It doesn't hit the mark. Because perhaps day one, you're all in. It's fantastic. Day five, it's like, okay, this doesn't, it's not filling something. 
oh, okay, let's go try something else. I remember I was in partnership with someone who was, you know, highly motivated to build and to grow. And I was like, I'm all in. I'm all in. I too want to be in this sort of like, it's like being on the run. It's like being an addict in a way, right? You're just on it and in it and you're building. You can't see that you're just on a wheel going round and round. You're just chasing your tail. And again, yes, there's success. And yes, there's all the apparent identity that suggests joy and happiness. And, but oh boy, when that wheel stops, right? Your demons will come out, <laughs> right? As much as you want to cover them up, eventually they're going to rear their ugly heads in one form or another. And those demons, all those energies, certainly, are the things that sever you from you. You know, what's the gift behind the roaring dragon? You. Your heart. That's what's the gift is always you. The roaring dragons or the things that stop us are the fears or the traumas or the, you know, the stampede of empire that just goes. If we don't all participate in this sort of, it's almost like a raging fire that just comes through, then we don't matter, then we'll die. So no, so forget love. Love? Are you kidding? What's that about? Who needs that? So I, I slaughter a bunch of people and then I get a piece of land. Great, that's really going to fucking help me. Right? It was that great, it was a great Indian leader who looked out on, you know, just a continent of slaughter and uh, and, and violence and you know, and he just said, what the fuck is all this about? What's all this shit about? Why are we doing this shit? All that blood spilled for what? There's something wrong. Now, <clears throat> I'm not saying it's all airy, by the way. I'm not suggesting that there's just there's some airy fairy thing. I'm talking about the real connection to your heart where there's a love for yourself and consequently love for the rest of the world, for everyone else, right? And understanding, the love is a clarity and understanding of our suffering. Our disconnection from ourselves. And of course, stuff happens and crap goes on. And I'm not suggesting that we're living in this again, this nirvana. What I'm saying is when we're making decisions, when we're connected to our heart, we're making the decisions that work for us. If I'm inventing a person all day, every day, because I'm so severed from my truth, which is, by the way, what I did, <clears throat> and in that, that falsehood, it's just a constant refusal of yourself, right? Now, again, I had no idea, and again, I'm forever grateful to the medicine for having torn everything down. Difficult, frustrating as it's been, terrifying as it's been in these ceremonies. The party's over, right? And I don't mean the party in this fun way, a party that's just like noise and people and you're stuck in amidst all these and you can't get out and you... You know, people are like dropping drinks on you and there's just like, you're just lost in there and all this frenzy of crazy of people. You don't know which way is up. The noise just keeps going and the lights keep blaring and people are coming in and out. That's what it's like to be in trauma and to be severed. If you stop dancing, you'll die. If you stop dancing, there'll be nothing. There'll be just this huge, empty, 
oblivion. You'll just be in this huge, massive vortex of emptiness. So I better just keep in this room where at least there are people and there's noise and there's, you know, let me just, this is what's it. This is the vibration I'm in, right? This is where, right? There's no connection to you. There's nothing, but you're just in that place where other people, sweaty bodies also dancing. And you think, well, this is, you know, if I want to bond in any way, well, I better stay in this, you know, it's like being in a, a punk rock rave, right? And CBGBs where just people are being thrown about. There's this beer being tossed and noise and lights and, You're not leaving that concert hall. And that's where the trap is, right? The trap is that. It's either this or nothing. That's kind of what's set up early on in the equation. If there's trauma early on, it's either this or nothing. Because you've been severed from your heart, so you're severed from the everything. Right? You're severed from source. So what do I see? I, I'm either going to stay in this place where people are kind of, you know, it's disgusting and smelly and there's, it's too loud and I can't stop moving. And if I want to, there's either this tribe or nothing. Again, watching that great show on those monkeys, on those chips in the go-go, you, you couldn't be ousted from the group. You know, the group was a security, the group is where you get to survive. So you have to go along with the group. Right? That's one of the great terrors of early living in these tribes early on. If you went against a tribe, well, then you'd be ousted. And if you're ousted, well, you're alone. There's, you know, you're not going to survive, right? So you're going to agree, you know, <clears throat> at whatever cost, which is like trauma in a way. You have to agree at whatever cost even though you're being stampeded and hurt and screamed at and yelled and, you know, whatever, you're being abused, you're going to agree at whatever cost because you don't know anything else. You don't think there's anything else. That's what's very clever about the early trap. It's like they're going to trap you in childhood because where you bond, you have to bond somewhere, right? Later on, it's more difficult. If I kidnap you at 40 versus at three, it's a whole different situation, right? It's very clever. They arrive at the cooking stage to trap you, to sever you, to make you agree, to build according to this, you know, this horror and to live in your own falsehood, like you're living inside. I imagine like this, you know, huge metal robot and you're like this little tiny person in it. But you're trapped in that big, huge robot. And it's dark and it's loud and it echoes. And, but you can't get out. You don't even know you're in there. You're so busy doing the whole out external mechanics, my name is, right? That's what you're tearing down. And that's what you're facing when you're facing all this terror. Because what you're, you're built like that because you've been terrified, right? So what you face when you face your own terror, because you're saying, I, what you're saying is, I'm no longer going to, you know, the, what the medicine is doing. So first of all is you're allowing the medicine to tear you down by surrendering. You're allowing yourself to see the truth by surrendering, which means that the person you've built is being collapsed. And as you're being collapsed, more and more fear is going to come up. These, certainly for me, these entities rage more by me not responding. Right? It's like, <clears throat> I think about, you know, military training when they're screaming, get up, get up, right? If you have that every day of your life, 
right now it's just internalized now right I don't even need the sergeant major to be screaming at me I'm more it's already in me in the same way these entities that I have within me are the very things that terrified me so I've already internalized it right so if I've internalized it I'm just doing it. it's like Pavlov's dog you're just responding you don't even need the monster or the horrible person to be there so in the medicine it it takes down these all of this and it cleans out the system that's internalized all that terror you've actually built so let's just put it this way if you have a monster screaming at you as a little boy little girl you internalize it right you yourself refuse yourself you be, you become it right so when you're being collapsed and you're being dissolved what's also dissolved is the thing that you internalized so if you have this raging monster that's going, come on, let's go, let's go, what are you doing, what are you doing? You're not going to respond. You're just, in the medicine, it's just like, yeah, not responding to that. All of your system is collapsed. And all of these energies that come certainly come through me are the energies of the old system, right? That dethroned you in a way, right? They just took over. They just came in and go, right, I'm going to... You're young, you're still bubbling, you're still being built. <clears throat> you know, I'm going to make sure I move in here and terrify the fuck out of you so that, again, I don't ever have to be here. It's already within you. You have your own dungeon master. In the medicine, all of you is collapsed. You get to see all these energies and there's no response. You accept the avalanche. Now, again, you know, from a child's perspective or from a, a, a perspective of there's either this or oblivion, it's kind of what, you know, terrifying to watch your complete collapse. No doubt about it which is why you have to have a lot of faith and connection to the medicine. Because the medicine is saying, I'm going to get you back to you. But to do that, we're going to have to dissolve the whole circuit. I'm going to remove every single person in this concert hall. So you can even hear yourself. Know yourself. And then there's this echoing, there's this like, oh my God, you're in this, in this huge venue all alone. And you think, fuck, where is everybody? Well, the everybody, if one could talk about it like an illusion, but the, the everybody is all of those energies that were around you, that that refused you, that put you there so you wouldn't connect. Right? You wouldn't know that connection to your heart of loving. And it's almost becomes like this notion of love becomes the, the rescue dinghy in a huge raging ocean, right? And I'm not talking romantic, I'm talking like this divine love. This It's just beautiful. And it's almost like inside of you, this love begins to flow. It's almost like a pump that begins to, it was shut down and it begins, it's opened up and this it's like, it's like a pipeline. It begins to flow through your body and your system again. I had that the other evening when I was asleep. And I just was... And, and one of the things that you also do when you're really open is that you can just... Your whole body is opened, right? There's no... There's very little tension in your body, right? So you can really... I think that also comes because the medicine, you know, once you go into these ceremonies, you're collapsed energetically so you can really lie there in bed and just have and 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 feel the love 
it's it's literally like a pump that fills you up it's crazy because you invoke it right in your connection to the and and the, I was just walking the other evening and I was just like just filled with this love filled with this love for myself right it's really sweet and beautiful so the medicine and again it takes its journey and it the medicine repairs your heart that's really what it's doing it's giving you back your heart and your heart is your integrity your heart is the authenticity of you it's your life it's it's your freedom and there are many obstacles that have to be overcome because if you were made all wrong like i was set told basically what you are is wrong like what you are i don't give a shit i need you to be you know <clears throat> to handle all my problems and you know you need to be an adult there's no there's no childhood here let's just skip that right i'm just going to you need to take care of us we need to survive here and i need to send you out to be abused and you need to become a successful person all this stuff it's just like you're thrown into this you just refuse a stampede and you can't go oh wait you know my it's just there's no time to think it's like being dropped off in a war zone you, there's no thinking where you when you know bullets are being fired right you just get on with it you just let's do this and then it just becomes you and then you you know this is how you live i was thinking the other day like wow did i have i ever had a chance of just like not doing something like just i've always been on the move right born on the move in this sort of like it's like these warring tribes you know there's always a war somewhere that needs to be fought and again this is all a trap right it's an illusion i mean it happened there's no two doubts two ways about it 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 you were stuck there you're stuck there energetically but it's a trap and it's a trick you actually have power you make the choice to live the life that you want connected to who you are because it's you right the illusion of the 10,000 pit bulls and the you know the bombs going off and the that doesn't belong to you that was imposed upon you if you've been thrown into some volatile traumatic state as a child in the end when you disconnect from these energetic forces and you're willing to face all the fear and the potential death and all the stuff that it implies when you stand your ground and you stop dancing what you get is that reverie of return connected to your heart connected to love it's like not breathing when you're disconnected it's like oh the destination was always love the mothership is love right home is accepting that love for yourself and then consequently as a an agent of ignition in the world i'm not here to be taking you know xanax every 5 minutes and you know panicked about whether my job's going to you know end or not end and 
if that person's going to do you know just living in this constant state of you know it's fragility and terror and on the edge and on coals and completely severed and again it's not a la la land of nirvana like I'm just sitting on a cloud in love no it's like your life moves your ignition comes from that place that is the engine that's you know who you are the other is you're just thrust out into the cold you're just lost if you don't it's like having no compass oh, I just got, right, stampeded by this, these energies that just said, you know, again, it's like, imagine horses and somebody just grabs somebody that's on a horse and hijacks them and ambushes them. You're being hijacked from your soul, from, from love, from your heart. And there's so much horror going on that you can't reconnect because you're trapped in that terror. <coughs> you know, if you don't live that terror, if you don't strategize to survive there, there's nothing, right? As if love doesn't exist. The medicine makes you whole. The medicine reconnects you to you it removes all these external forces that trick and trap you that leave you alone right that make you believe there's nothing but that that's what these energies are fighting against that you never know that you actually do have this incredible engine room of yourself connected to the everything that is your heart. Again, most people that are going into the medicine are going because they have a damaged heart. They've been severed from themselves. They've been severed from love. That's it. Well, we're lost. That's our healing. You know, that's, that's when the room's empty. It's like, wow, okay. All those energies that came in and sort of whipped you up and stampeded you out of existence are gone. You're no longer scared of seeing of reliving everything that happened. Nothing can really terrify you if you're connected to you because there's strength and power in that connection. What do they say? You know, when you're moving from you, it's effortless. It's like breathing. If you're not moving from you, everything is like, you know, like trying to run underwater. It's an effort. It needs to be negotiated. You're moving to the rhythm of something of the outside. So the medicine will take you back through that journey. It will take you, you know, back into that raging room of like sweaty, drunk, stinky, loud, noisy, sort of this endless, it's like being in an endless techno thing, right? Where it's just a boom, boom, the whole time you think I'm, you're lost, but you're in there, like all the time, boom, 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 boom. You can't get out of that, like, pounding noise. And you don't even know after a while, you don't know you're, you're even in it. It's just second nature. 
until you go into that medicine, into that ceremony. And you get to actually GPS where you are, which is again in that place. And you just want out. And again, if you've been, you know, in that, on that sweaty dance floor for the last 60 odd years, that's all you've known. When you face all the reasons why you've been trapped there and you got stuck there and it, you know, it's like you have to face all the monsters that drove you there and all the reasons you ended up there. That in itself, it's, it's the whole journey is that. You have to wake up to the capture. That's the most difficult part of this. You slow the whole system down. You face all the terror of the events that got you here. And you dissolve all the energies that have you trapped here. It's, it's a dissolution, it's a dissolving. And then you get to the piece where it's like, oh, everyone's gone. And it's just you and your heart and the sweetness of that place and the loving, vulnerable, feeling of that that thing that you've been looking for your whole that's been you know foreign to you that you've never known in a way that you've been looking for in something in someone that's what that's where you're thrown out of this kingdom or whatever they say, right? That's what you're severed from. You know, oh, you need to be hard and strong. You need to be whatever, you know. The fuck? That doesn't work. Being strong and pretending everything is okay it's not going to work. It could work for a few days, perhaps a few years, but eventually the wrongness will come up over and over through a disease, through a lost relationship, through something. You can't wall this away. You can't argue with the universe. You can't refuse the truth of our nature and think you'll get away with it because you won't because at some point it's going to catch up to you not today not tomorrow but when you're lying in that hospital room you'll understand your heart your nature your truth cannot be negotiated it can't be forced into a shape that it isn't. This whole forget your nature, forget what your needs are, that we've just got to survive, doesn't work in the long term. No matter how much money you have in the bank, how, what, whatever the fleet of cars you have in your 20 different houses, that's the story we were sold over and over. Look at that person. Look at that marvelous Instagram life they're living. 20 bathrooms, 50 bedrooms. That's that huge spell, the spell. Right? Our connection, first and foremost, is to our heart, to ourselves, to our nature. And no shade on the, if you want to, have, whatever, not, but I'm just saying is that if we have all of that structure with no content, 
it still doesn't serve us. Our hearts is our nuclear station, right? It's our powerhouse, it's our energetic fuel. Our hearts guide everything. And if we're severed from that, through trauma, through whatever, it's that that we're going to go heal in these ceremonies. It won't show up in the first God knows how many. It might, it's not going to be the first thing because the medicine has to go through all of these versions, all of these walls, every single strategy a negotiated contract that you've built to refuse that. But at the end, once you've gone through this whole obstacle course of stuff, what you're getting back to is your heart. You're reconnecting to your heart. That's what this whole journey is about. The thing that you were severed from in those acts of trauma. To trust that, to root there, to move from that ignition, and then to give up all of this illusion, all of these forces, all of these energies that have kept you from there. Over here, no over here, no over here. Oh, over here, 10,000 pit bulls. Oh, shit. Always looking around. From you. Because in these traumas, you're made wrong. You're made to be wrong. And made wrong. Forced to agree to things that Again, we're an ambush. So your life is built in negotiating and arguing with yourself, with arguing with other people's energies. Why am I arguing with your energy? I don't give a shit about your energy, right? As a child, you have no choice. So all of these maneuvers, strategies, etc., have to be seen and dissolved in the medicine. Right? Until you're out completely until these forces can no longer, you know, these inhaled, these, our own dungeon keepers are removed. That's a gift. The gift is you, connected to you, connected to your heart, connected to your medicine, connected to your life just a little thing. Bye.